So hi, well the good noise podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Ben Jorgensen from the band Armor for Sleep. And we're asking some questions say about their upcoming album, The Rain Museum. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Um, it's been uh it's been amazing. We haven't um put out anything in in terms of new music in uh about six fifteen years or something. So I, I don't I don't think we knew what to expect, but it's been overwhelmingly very positive and uh, a ton of people are watching the new video that we came out with a couple weeks ago. So it's just been uh, it's been very cool. That's awesome. The new album was sick. I enjoyed it. Although one yes. of the tracks on our advance, we, what, we weren't allowed to listen to it. So I heard all the tracks <laughs> except one. What? Why? I, I don't know. <laughs> it was like Which one, one was it? I can get back to you on that. I gotta open the advance, but it was one of the tracks in the middle. Um, whatever, who cares? Interesting. I mean, I so that is gonna be uh, the next single, which is gonna drop next week. I okay. wonder if Maybe they were that's just holding that close yeah. to their chest. I don't know. I don't know, Ooh. but heard the rest of it, and it was pretty <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, is there any meaning behind the album title or cover art? Yeah. Um. Yes, a lot of meaning. Uh, so, uh, basically, the idea comes from um, I wrote a short story a really long time ago, and um, the album that Armor for Sleep did that our fans liked most was an album called What to Do When You Were Dead, which came out in uh, like 2005, and I think it resonated with our fans the most because it was a concept record. It was a story about um, this like ghost who was stuck in purgatory. So after that album, I had an idea of taking the whole concept album idea to the next level. And I had this short story I wrote and I was gonna call it The Rain Museum and I was gonna make it into our next album, but um, it didn't end up happening. We went in another direction. We didn't make that album. And then uh, soon after that, we broke up. So like, I, I feel like I always had this, this part of me and uh, something that I wanted to do for Armor for Sleep that I never got to. So flash forward to 2020, um, the pandemic happened and everyone was in lockdown. And I was like, you know what? This will be my moment to like revisit this kind of like extensive idea of a concept album. So summer of 2020, uh, 2020, I dug in and I was like, I'm going to make this album that I always wanted to make. Um, but then unfortunately, uh, real life kind of like hit me pretty hard. I went through a a really bad breakup it was actually uh the divorce of my marriage uh that uh hit just at that time so instead of like stopping to make that album um i was just like i need to just keep pushing through on this like creative project that i'm doing just because like i don't know if you guys have been um sometimes when things are are like not the best you can either like stop working and stop what you're doing or like you almost like dive in more because you're mm -hmm. like i need i need to distract myself so like yeah. that was my distraction but what wound up happening and what was kind of weird is like um, I started, I don't know how else to say it, but I started like writing the character of myself into this world that I was making um, just because I was going through something really personal and really intense and I couldn't just like forget about that. So like I noticed I was like writing myself as a character into the story of the Rain Museum and um, it took a little bit, but I was like, wait, hold on, like this is weird. Like, should I like stop what I'm doing and split these off into two different ideas? Mm -hmm. But then it occurred to me in a weird way that like, this is the album that I really wanted to make because it's so personal to me on two fronts. It was like resurrecting an idea that I had 
from years ago that I didn't get to do, but it was also me like grieving for this relationship and, and for this breakup. So, so that's what the rain museum is now. It's different than I thought what it was going to be, but um, yeah, it's just kind of like the combination of those two things. Okay. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you you said it, it's originally based on a on a short story. Is there going to be more content outside of the record that comes along with it? So, good question. I think I made the decision that I am not going to release the original story. Okay. Um that it's almost going to stay like half buried. Like the fact that I never pulled the whole thing kind of like out of this out of the desert in a way. Mm-hmm. I think that's like the art in the record is that it's more about the fact that I was using this creative process to deal with what I was going through. And, you know, I think I also came to the conclusion that like I had that original idea for that story 15 years ago. So like in its original form, it's dead. You know what I mean? But like, this is the final incarnation of like what the rain museum is. So so yeah, I feel like I'm going to get that question more like, oh, we want the original story, but like, you know, this is this is what it is. Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. Perfect. Uh, so, can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? Um. Yeah. So I guess uh, a lot of it. So I started. I started working on. So I guess it's kind of like two parts. I started working on the record when I was in a really good headspace, and then my breakup happened in the middle, and. Um, So then I was like limping along in the rest of the writing process and just honestly, just trying to like be healthy and um, take care of myself, but also do this. So when I hear the record, it's like half of it was done when I was like, life is great. And the other half is like, after this bomb kind of rocks my world. Um, So I don't know, I don't know if I've ever had a a writing process quite like this, but um, you know, sometimes life gets in the way and you have to adjust. For sure. Um, you said, so this, this was supposed to be like the, the record that followed up your 2005 album. Mm-hmm. Um, is that kind of like you, you decided pandemic hit and like you wanted to, to finally work on this album and that's why the band's back together or were there other discussions outside of that? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so we, we actually got together to do a 15 year anniversary tour of that album of what to do when you were dead. It was, that was planned to happen before COVID. Um, so I actually tickets. That. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was at the Jersey date. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. So tickets on sale for that actually went on sale uh, two weeks before COVID struck. And uh, so when COVID hit, we had to postpone it for a year and a half. So we were planning to do that tour in 2020. And I think that kind of, um, you know, got us all talking again and we were making preparations to go on tour. So that was in the back of my head. So I think for me, it started getting me back in like the mindset of Armor for Sleep, just the fact that we did plan this tour. Uh, so what song off this album took the longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Mm. Um, yeah, so you know how like some people say like writing is like their therapy? Mm-hmm. Um, I never, I never felt that way. Like, I feel like in the past, even though I've written songs that kind of like deal with like heartbreak or whatever, I've always been able to be like, oh, this happened to me a year ago, so I can write a song about it. And I can like still like feel something from it, but I'm disconnected from it. Mm-hmm. But a lot, a lot of songs on this album were, were actually like my therapy. Like I was 
talking about things with myself that I don't think I had done up until that point, you know, because of what I was going through. So one song comes to mind. It's a song called New Rainbows. Um, it's it's like um, it's like the acoustic-y ballad type of song that's on this record. And um, I, I like it a lot, um, but it was it was the last song that I wrote lyrically because every time I went to write it, I was I was physically like struggling um, to finish it just because it's it was such a a raw nerve for me. Um, so that song is always always holds a special place to my heart. We actually just filmed the music video for it, um, oh, wow. which is going to be very cool. I wonder what people are going to think. Mm -hmm. And then my favorite song on the album uh, is probably the very last song. It's called "Spinning Through Time." It's it's basically like two minutes of uh, me playing piano and then it kind of like explodes into this big dramatic thing. Uh, I just I, I always love stuff like that. Um, oh, yeah. 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 All right. Uh, so how did the track list for the album come about? Did you write the opening of the opener? Closer be a closer. Just shuffle around, see what fits. What was that process like? Um, so, yeah, the one of the first songs that I knew was going to be on the record was the intro track, which is just called the rain museum and at the same title as the album um i knew i wanted to set the album up that way kind of like in this like cinematic instrumental way mm -hmm. and then i also wrote the last song early on i knew that was going to be the last song and i wanted to tie the end of the last song and the beginning of the first song together just because that's cool i mm -hmm. like when bands do that so um you know i wanted this record to feel like a record as opposed to just like a combination of songs so i started there and then and then as for the track order of everything else um for this album which is something we haven't done before and i don't know if this is giving away too much information but i kind of i wanted to top load it so definitely the more upbeat songs are in the beginning of the record um and then the end of the record has the darker songs and i think i almost that's almost like a courtesy that i wanted to give our fans like if you just like us because you want to hear like a good rock songs like I think we made it eight we made it easy because we put those songs at the beginning yeah and then like for our real fans the ones that we were hoping would like take it all in we left those you know kind of as like deeper cuts and I don't know I just feel like we made it easy for everybody to like um to get through no matter what level of fan of us you are okay I like for that sure. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends start with headphones on should they bless out a party work out to it what do you personally recommend? I personally recommend going outside for a walk with a pair of headphones and listening to this. Uh, that's just, that's how I take in music. That's how I was listening to this album as I was like leaving the recording studio every day. I would listen to mixes by myself. It's definitely, you're not going to want to listen to this album at a party. I mean, <laughs> I, I know who we are at this point, so I, I'm not ashamed to say it, but like, this isn't a party record, you know, this is about something um very like dark and personal so like if you're looking for something to work out to maybe there are a couple of songs like that but i think this is more for going to resonate with people that are looking um for like an introspective album and, and so maybe in that way yeah it's best with headphones by yourself at least for the first few listens agreed for and, sure yeah. and just like back to the track list for two seconds you said like you front loaded it like for for like it, it, it's more like accessible that way so i guess track listing wise it's not telling a story in order then oh it is oh, it okay. is too um 
I think emotionally uh, it tells the story of um, of a breakup. You know what I mean? I think that um, for me, the breakup process and the process that I was going through kind of went through like manic at the beginning where you don't know what's going on. And then, um, you know, the more you accept it, I think the more it kind of like settles into place and you realize that this is life and this is my life going forward. So I tried to represent that in kind of like the emotional roller coaster of the album where it starts off a little bit more frantic, but then settles into, um, you know, like a more chill space. So, yeah, I was All hoping right. to kind of give that story to people. All right. Uh, so this question should be super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words, no more, no less. All right. Desert, hail, flying. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Are we going to leave it there? Or do you want to, you know, explain it a little bit? Or are we just going to leave it? <laughs> we can just leave it there. I'm cool with that. All right. Okay, cool. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners oh man i have to pick one i mean you, you can, can pick, pick a couple yeah yeah um you know my mom heard it uh i sent it to my mom early i hope the record label isn't mad about that but just because like <laughs> i trust her opinion and um she was like you know she's like the music you've done in the past has helped people she's like how is this going to help people you know, um, because there's not really much uplifting about it. Like, it's a lot of, um, like, dealing with, uh, with, like, trauma and loss. And so I think from her perspective, she's like, how would that help someone else who's going through something of their own? Like, it's not like I'm saying, like, life gets better. Like, it's more mm -hmm. like I'm just talking about what I was going through. So I think what I answered to my mom is sometimes, I mean, for me, my, for my favorite artists, it's just good to hear that other people are going through this and they're still surviving and they're yeah. living. They're taking this, they're making an album. They're taking this, they're talking about it. They're still going through life and sharing what they went through. Mm -hmm. And sometimes just hearing other people having been through it and like persevered and like, you're like, I'm still here. Like that helps people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if I, if that could be one thing where, um, this would be like successful in my eyes it's it's that if someone is going through something of their own they can hear that i went through this and like i'm fine and maybe they can hear themselves in some of my songs and um that's literally i don't want a penny from this album i just if that could happen even with one person then everything was worth it and that's like all i want to put into into this world that's it i love that oh, that's perfect yeah that's that good. perfect yeah uh so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this album? Favorite memory? Um, I got a couple. One, uh, I love my dog very much. Uh, she's uh, asleep on the floor right there. She's, uh, she's a dog that was rescued from the um, Korean dog meat trade. Oh. Um, so she was pulled out of a farm. And um, the guy who produced this record, Courtney, let her be in the studio with me every day. Mm -hmm. So for seven weeks, she was just on the couch next to me, listening to every guitar part, every note that I sang. She was right there with me. So when I think back to recording this album, I'm going to think about her and um, 
oh my god i'm tearing up a little bit i can think about like her friendship and how much she was just there with me no matter what um <laughs> so yeah that's what i'm gonna think about i yeah. love that dogs are wonderful yeah man. yeah, yeah. Uh, so for this question i want you to picture you're on tour you're at a gas station for a rest stop going in what is your snack of choice um tough tough one mm-hmm. um you know what i gotta go checks mix yeah what flavor so i'm like i like the og just standard checks mix party mix um mm-hmm. i don't i actually don't know what flavor that is it's just the flavor of checks mix but yeah something about that flavor mm-hmm. is is uh I can't get anywhere else. Like you can't, you can't have the flavor of Chex Mix from something else. You can only get it from a bag of Chex Mix. Exactly. True. And True. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I the off-brand it. Chex Mix don't hit. No. At all. No. Nope. You got to go for the name brand. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be and why? Mm. <laughs> the band was a dish. Oh man. I think we're like a, a chicken Alfredo. Ooh. Okay. Because it's, I had chicken Alfredo as a kid. It was good. I liked it. I could have chicken Alfredo now. I, I'm pretty sure I would like it too. Mm-hmm. So I would like to think that maybe we're the band that like keeps coming back and people are like, yeah, okay. Maybe they weren't my favorite band, but like, I can still listen to this for a bit. Mm-hmm. Like we're just like, Maybe maybe a little timeless. I, I would like to think that that's what we're trying to do. And it's also good because there was such a delay between this the last album and yeah. this one. Mm-hmm. Your fans have grown up a little bit. Yeah, Aww. exactly. Yeah. God, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so for these last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music, if that's okay with you. That is okay with me. Great. So we're actually going to go straight to death row. Boom. So okay. if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Wow, I love all these food questions. I love food. Yeah, we oh, do yeah, too. we love oh. food too. <laughs> I have a great answer for this question. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, you guys can roll your eyes. Okay. Oh, no. But my last meal would be an all-you-can-eat buffet. And I'd be like, <laughs> I'm going to be here forever. Yeah. I, I would say that I'm never done eating. Oh, my right? God. Isn't that the yeah. best answer? Yeah. That, that is a very good your answer. Your meal's never over. Yeah. It's never, never. over. So I'm just going to live forever. Yeah. Well, and, in this cell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then your drink's going to have to be bottomless too. So what kind of drink do you want? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go with maybe some hot sake. Ooh. All right. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Good answer. Uh, so if you could live in one fiction world for a week, where would you live? One fictional world? Yep. Mm-hmm. Probably in the world of the Matrix. Ooh. Yeah, I'll try and be the Neo. The Neo. Oh, for sure. The yeah. new Neo. Yeah. I feel like I have to ask this every time somebody brings up the Matrix, but what did you think of the newest uh, addition to that catalog? That's a great question. Mm-hmm. I will say it's probably the worst movie I've ever seen in my Thank entire God. life. It was so bad. Yeah. I. Uh, it sucks. Here, well, here's the thing. I'm a huge fan of the first Matrix. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The ones after that, mm-hmm. kind of not the best movies, but after seeing the fourth one, I like appreciate Matrix two and three <laughs> so much because yeah. Matrix four was so bad. It's uh, it's very upsetting. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You just ruined my day again thinking about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my bad, man. Yeah, I mean, 
Wait, hold on. What, what did you think of it? Is this like your favorite movie? Oh, oh no, I hated it. How oh, they okay, just good. flew off at the end was just yeah. so, it was the icing on the cake. I was like, this is the worst movie we, I've ever seen. We've had some Matrix Defenders on here, though. They're like, I like oh, the yeah. movie. Yeah. We just spoke to a guy like maybe last week or something who was like, dude, it was so good. One of the best movies of the catalog or something. I was like, there's no, I didn't say anything because he was just so, like, he just loved it. But I was just... I was I was I was astounded. There are so many things wrong with that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I've I've spent more time watching the breakdowns of like how bad the movie was after the fact than actually <laughs> watching the movie because I was just so fascinated by how terrible it was. Exactly. It was. God, Shane, have you seen it? I haven't watched a single Matrix movie. Watch the first what? one. What? <laughs> Dude, you got to see the first one. One of the best yeah. movies ever. No, it, it still holds up. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, yeah, it still holds up. I'll, I'll give you that one. Yeah, all right, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has said that it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? That is the most important. It really is. Um, I'm gonna go tangerine. Ooh, that's good. Very good color. All right. Uh, so as Glaze said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you would like to plug um, let me see we're going to be on tour opening up for um, two lovely gentlemen uh, first one is Dashboard Confessional and then the second one is Andrew McMahon um, that'll go through the middle of August so if you guys want to hang out I'll be, uh, I'll be by our merch table selling our t-shirts some of the times hanging out so you guys want to defend the matrix four come out to a show and uh i will just look at you in astonishment if you tell me you liked that movie mm-hmm. um and then our album comes out september 9th and you can listen to it for free wherever you are so i don't even have to ask you to buy anything um, yeah but you've it. got you've got things to pre-order if people want to buy it that's yeah. true yeah yeah oh yeah you're you're right thank yeah. you for doing the job that my label is mad at me for not doing. yeah we have like three limited edition pre-order merch and i think there's like one variant of our vinyl that has a couple copies left that's probably going to sell out very soon um so yeah go buy some armor for sleep stuff hell yeah there you go all right well thank you for now this has been benjamin from armor for sleep and we have been the good noise podcast